on this episode, Scent, the Pill, and Taking Things Personally. This is the Holistic Alpha Male Optimization Podcast, where we help you unleash your true power as a man. Hey guys, welcome back to the show. I'm Stephen Mathis. Thanks for listening. I appreciate you being here. If this is your first time listening, thanks for checking out the show. It's all about helping us kick ass as men. We talk about sex and fitness and nutrition and hormones and mind and habits and emotions and the things we need to solidify inside out so we can then go out and create the life that we desire. So make sure to hit the follow or subscribe button if you haven't already. Also a reminder, I'm here to help you. So if you have questions or feedback or you'd like to discuss one-on-one coaching with me, shoot me a text anytime. It's 801-742-1439 or join us in Inner Circle, which is our private membership community and group coaching for you guys, for listeners of this show. You can check that out at holisticalpha.com. So let's talk about taking things personally. This is something that uh, affects us individually so powerfully and it really affects us in uh, in relationships, of course, relationships in terms of romantic relationships, but also just everybody that we interact with. When we take things personally, it creates such a tension in our interactions with other humans. I'd like to read you a quick quote from uh, an amazing book, which is called The Four Agreements. I know some of you are familiar with it uh, by a guy named Don Miguel Ruiz. And I quote, Whatever happens around you, don't take it personally. Nothing other people do is because of you. It is because of themselves. All people live in their own dream, in their own mind. They're in a completely different world from the one we live in. When we take something personally, we make the assumption that we that they know what is in our world and we try to impose our world on their world. Even when a situation seems so personal, even if others insult you directly, it has nothing to do with you. What they say, what they do, and the opinions they give are according to the agreements they have in their own minds. Taking things personally makes you easy prey for these predators, the black magicians. They can hook you easily with one little opinion and feed you whatever poison they want, and because you take it personally, you eat it up. But if you do not take it personally, you are immune in the middle of hell. Immunity in the middle of hell is the gift of this agreement. End quote. So that's an amazing book, by the way, The Four Agreements. I would highly recommend that. It's quite short, but very powerful, and certainly uh, a book that has the potential to really fundamentally impact your experience of life and the course of your life. An excellent book. And this is something from that book that I often remind myself of and that I see so many examples of out there in interactions is people taking things personally. People will take something that's completely has nothing to do with them and take it personally. And then, of course, when we have direct interactions with people, it's so easy to fall into this tendency of taking things personally. But we've got to stop because, number one, it's not true because it's not personal. As we've just heard in that quote from that book, people are living in their own world. You know, they have their own beliefs. They have their own past. They have their own reality that they're living in. And that's what they're acting from and based on. It's not personal to you. So when we 
can step back from this taking things personally thing. It gives us so much more power in our own life. It smooths out communications. It allows us and helps us have more compassion for other people. And it leads us on a, on a path of growth. If we're always taking things personally, it's going to hold us back. It's going to hold us back because we're going to allow that to affect our view of who we are. And that will hold us back. So we've got to stop taking things personally. And I would add that this includes our own past, our own mistakes, every little thought that passes through. We, who we are, who you are, is deeper than not only what anybody else thinks you are, certainly, but it's also deeper than individual choices that you've made, individual mistakes that you've made. Those don't define who you are, and we don't need to take those so personally either. Just because you make a stupid choice, which we've all done, does not make you a stupid person. It does not mean that stupid defines who you are. That is a description of a choice that you made. It's not who you are. So stop taking the internal things so personally. Stop taking the things that happen outside of you personally whether it's some random thing you see online, you know, people will see some post that has nothing to do with them and take it so defensively and so personally. And what a miserable way to live, first of all. But even if you're not doing that, in your relationships, right, as you interact with people, whether it's a little comment that somebody makes that you, you know, you interact with in a store or something and it just rubs you the wrong way or certainly in your romantic relationships, in your friendships, stop taking things personally. People are living in their own world. Everybody's doing the best that they can actually with the awareness and skills and presence and uh, current state that they're in. Everybody is actually doing the best that they can, um, even when they're making mistakes, because that's the awareness and that's where they're at. So everybody's living in their own world. They're doing the best that they can. So let go of taking things personally. And what is really required to really experience this and implement it on a deep level is having an anti-fragile self. If your connection with and belief in and understanding of yourself is fragile, then, then other people's opinions are going to affect you. You're going to take things personally. You're going to take things personally in relationships because if there's not a deeper, stronger something there that you rely upon, that you know is there, then we are kind of dependent on these outside things. We become more dependent on people's opinions. We become more dependent dependent on these you know, images of who we are and how things should happen. And we get attached to all these things. But when we have a strong, anti-fragile self, Th then we can rest in that and we can come back to that and we don't have to take things personally. We can let things happen and let people do them and let our mistakes happen and just recognize that they're mistakes and choose a different path, but not take it so personally, not, not believe that because we did something dumb that we're dumb, right? We need to have an anti-fragile self. 
And it's kind of one of those things where it feeds both directions. The more you can practice not taking things personally, the more it will build that strong self. And the more you do all the things that help to build a strong self, the more empowered you'll be to, you'll be to not take things personally. So let's talk about scent and the birth control pill. This is such a major thing that actually has a major impact on society and it's probably affected many of your lives in ways that you maybe don't even realize. So one of the things that I've talked about before is how powerful pheromones are and how powerful our scent is in not only using it as a gauge of what's happening in our body, but what its real function is biologically, which is our scent, our pheromones through scent are actually hormones. Pheromones are hormones that impact other people. They are a communication method where, communicate, where humans communicate between each other. And this is hugely important, obviously, when it comes to dating and relationships. Our scent is so impactful. I want to tell you about a study, and I'll put a link to this study in the show notes, by the way. The title of this study is uh, Major Histocompatibility Complex Genes Symmetry and Body Scent Attractiveness in Men and Women. Okay, the basics of this study is this. The hypothesis was essentially that uh, they looked at this uh, histocompatibility, uh, these histocompatibility genes, right, which are essentially uh, genes that, that are related to our immune system. And the hypothesis was essentially if we say, okay, there's, you know, five different um, immune genes, if a woman is sort of deficient in gene number three, she will choose a partner who is strong in gene number three so that the baby is healthier, right? Does that make sense? So biologically we're wired and women are wired is what they kind of looked at specifically in this. Biologically, women are wired to, um, and all of us as humans, we're, we're wired to be attracted to people who, uh, fill our gaps from a, a genome kind of standpoint, right? And scent is a huge way that this is communicated. And our attractiveness to other people, how women are attracted to us and how strongly they're attracted to us is hugely impacted by scent. So in this study, what they did is they had men, they had a group of men wear the same t-shirt for two days and nights and then they sealed it up uh, and, and with no, uh, no deodorant, no cologne, no showering, none of that. Uh, they had them wear this t-shirt for two days and nights and then they sealed it up in a plastic bag and then, and then they did the rest of the experiment with women, which is they took the women and they had them evaluate the t-shirts based on a few different tr factors in terms of attractiveness, right? And what they found is that for 80% of the women, their hypothesis was correct, meaning the women chose the t-shirt from the men who were biologically kind of filling that gap, right? So if the women were sort of deficient in this number three, which is just an example, obviously go read the study if you like all the exact details, if the women were deficient in this number three gene, they picked and rated most attractive 
the samples of men who were strong in that gene, right? But for 20% of the women, it seemed to be random. There was no correlation. And they went back and what they looked and what they found was that those 20% of the women were taking birth control pills. One of the things that birth control pills do is it completely throws this system out of whack so that women's biology is no longer able to make this correlation and this match, right? So what ends up happening is women taking birth control end up being attracted to someone who they're not really biologically attracted to. Tons of stories about, about uh, you know, people meeting when the woman's taking birth control. At some point, woman stops taking birth control, relationship changes. No longer attracted in the same way. Maybe no longer attracted at all. Maybe, I mean, there's uh, stories of women uh, ending the relationship, right? Just no longer even wanting to be with that partner. And the bottom line is that both scent in general, which we'll talk about a little bit more in a second, both scent in general and birth control pills play a major role in people meeting up. And what ends up happening is when we screw up this scent system, either with scents themselves or for women in the case of taking birth control, it throws everything out of whack. And people end up getting together that are not really biologically attracted to each other and not really biologically meant to be together. And it screws up so many relationships. So birth control pills are toxic, please. For, I mean, for so many reasons, they're linked to cancer. There's all kinds of problems with birth control pills. There's nothing natural about them. Women should not be taking them. And what I would say around birth control is number one, tell your daughters and the women in your life, get them off of birth control. It is very doable to manage uh, making a baby or not by tracking, by women tracking their cycle, by us as men practicing semen retention and practicing natural methods of controlling that. Birth control pill is totally unnecessary for that. Totally toxic for women from a number of standpoints, including cancer and other issues. But then importantly, it screws up this mating process. It's no good. So for you guys, I would very much encourage you to be very hesitant dating and especially committing to a woman who is taking birth control. Her biological system is not operating in its normal way in terms of evaluating your attractiveness. There's, there's a miscommunication that's happening in between those two. So I think you're skating on very thin ice in, and moving in very dangerous territory to be dating and committing to women who are taking birth control. The other part of this is we've got to let our natural scent do its natural thing. If women are biologically judging your attractiveness and compatibility based on scent, what do you think is going to happen if you wear cologne or you wear deodorant that masks that scent and covers it up with other shit? You know what's going to happen is the same thing. It screws up the communication. It screws up that pheromone communication system. So again, the scents that people wear are causing them to be mismatched 
It's causing people to get together who are not biologically attracted to each other. A huge sign of this, a huge sign of this is, and I'm sure this is something that a lot of you guys have probably experienced, is if your girl, your girlfriend, your wife, whoever, if your girl uh, likes the scent of whatever cologne you wear or body wash or whatever, shampoo, likes those scents, but doesn't like how you smell when you first wake up in the morning after sleeping all night, that's a huge sign and a huge problem. Your partner who you are with should be attracted to your natural scent. It is powerful, it is necessary, and it's a big sign and a big problem if they're not attracted to that scent. So if we want that to work in our favor, on a day-to-day basis, and by the way, on a, speaking of the day-to-day basis, if you're already in you know some long-term relationship, you're married, you still want to make sure that your scent is communicating with your partner in an effective way. This affects attractiveness. It affects uh, desire and that connection. There's a lot of powerful stuff that happens here. So whether you're dating and you're not, and you're you know, maybe you're dating in the sense that you have nobody, no women in your life right now whatsoever, or you're in some kind of long-term relationship or anywhere in between, we still want to maximize the benefit and allow this natural system of scent to do its thing. So what that means is we've got to stop wearing cologne and stop wearing deodorant and stop wearing smelly body wash and allow as much as possible your natural scent to be there. Now, there are some ways if you want to somewhat reduce that, you can use something like rock salt deodorant, which you can look that up on Amazon. It's basically just a uh, a hunk of salt, essentially. And that can kind of help manage it in a natural way where you're not introducing other new smells and there's no chemicals or any of that nonsense, but it could kind of keep it more um, managed. So it's not as potent if that's what you would like, but all of your personal care products, we've got to ruthlessly eliminate scents from those things, even essential oil scents, because like, even if you go with Dr. Bronner's, for example, which is a a good, like non-toxic, you know, they're not using chemical fragrances with, which by the way, chemical fragrances are hugely estrogenic and devastate your hormones. So if you're using anything that says fragrance, you'll want to stop using it for that reason anyway. But even if you're using something more natural like Dr. Bronner's with essential oils, again, if you're covering up your natural pheromones with other scents, including including essential oils, which can be very powerful smells, right? It's going to kind of throw this communication system off. So we need to smell the way we naturally smell. And, I, and what you will find A lot of you guys may be, or some of you guys may be thinking like, oh, you know, if I stop using all that stuff, I'm going to smell horrible. No, it's not true. In fact, it's actually a lot of times the exact opposite. What happens is those things, whether it's shampoo, it's deodorant, it's body wash, it's all that stuff. It throws the natural systems of your body out of balance. So the pH level of your skin, the balance of bacteria in your skin, the way that the other chemicals and things in that interact what ends up happening is it throws the throws the balance off so you actually end up smelling worse so you kind of get hooked 
on these products because you smell worse when you don't wear them because they're throwing things off. So if you will just move away from them, allow your body a little bit of time to adjust, eat clean, you'll smell good and you want to allow this natural scent. One of the things again that I've talked about before is it's really valuable to use from a managing our body standpoint. You can really use this as a powerful gauge to understand how your hormones are doing. But back to the discussion of relationships and dating, it's so crucial from that standpoint. I mean, so many relationships and families have been uh, fractured and, and end and so much so much difficulty created because people are, are getting paired up with people that they're not really biologically attracted to. So we don't want to get caught up in that. We want to attract a partner that is biologically attracted to us, which by the way, will lead to a much deeper, more powerful, more energetic kind of attraction, uh, which is awesome. But we, we want to, we want to get matched up with people who are truly biologically attracted to us. And we've got to, in order for that to happen, we've got to get rid of the sense and women need to not be on birth control. And then that process can happen the way that it needs to happen. So as you go out to the rest of the week, it's hump day, by the way, happy hump day as I record this for those of you guys who are listening real time. Uh, as you go out into the rest of your week, practice not taking things personally. This is something we have to come back to over and over and over again. You're not just going to make a decision. Okay, I'm not going to take things in personally anymore. And you're just going to be good for the rest of your life. No, what's going to happen is you're going to have to come back to it. And you're going to find times when you're taking things personally. And then you're going to have that awareness. Okay, maybe I'm actually taking this personally and it's not personal at all. And we've got to kind of remind ourselves of that and come back to that. And then again, ruthlessly look at your life, get rid of scents, fragrances, things that are throwing off your natural scent and be very cautious dating a woman who's on birth control and get your women, get the women in your life that you care about. Make sure they know how poisonous and toxic birth control is. It's terrible. Send you guys good vibes. Have an amazing rest of your day and we'll talk to you soon.